It's episode 34 of Radio Free Tote Bag, and my name is Donovan. And my name is Arthur. And this week, I am tickled pink because we have some special guests with us. We have uh, Caroline and Greg. You may know them from Stasny Mav. You may know them from Sleep Talker. You may know them from The King and Queen. Many names, uh, all great music. They are here to talk with us about relationships because it's a show about relationships. Uh, how you guys doing? We're doing all right, I think. So good. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I was Don't lucky have... enough to see uh, Caroline and Greg play over the weekend uh, at Stasny Mav at the uh, High Watt here in Nashville. And uh, first time I saw you guys, because the, the other time, I guess your guys' sets were short or something. I got yeah. there like 30 minutes late, and I was already over. And I was like, yeah. God damn it. Like, I'm, I thought I was being fashionably late. Now I'm the worst. Yeah, it was like a weird... Uh, <laughs> acoustic set uh, that you walked in on last time yeah yeah so i'm glad i'm glad i got to see you in your full uh full glory you guys were great caroline your your voice is fucking beautiful that was my that was my takeaway from this oh my gosh thank you so much <laughs> my voice doesn't sound so beautiful like right now this moment but uh but thank you yeah that was a, a lot of fun last show of the year got to go out with the yeah you, you had a great turnout for that too thanks man i appreciate it yeah i was uh i was taking a listen to some of the tunes earlier and actually actually took some notes uh that i wanted to oh. share uh let's see on on doubt myself which if i'm not mistaken is a, a sleep talkers track yeah line is it too much to ask to be enough for someone else when i'm not enough for me damn it <laughs> <laughs> I, when I was angsty and like 22 and emo and literally i'm 26 and nothing has changed I'm, I'm 30 yeah. I'm, fuck, I'm fucking 30 and I'm like I'm never enough for me <laughs> oh my gosh so you know what's funny about that line is that it's actually like I wrote that about Greg cause he was in another Aww. band and I was like Greg am I just not enough for you and then you know <laughs> she told me that years later and I was I don't know that was kind of like it was definitely shocking I don't know I was feeling a lot after you told me that <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's a good one. It's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. I'm way, so, I'm way into it. Um, I like the... I've always loved synth pop. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that an accurate descriptor of, like, is that how you describe yourselves? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, especially the more recent stuff. I think that, like, the Sleep Talker Project kind of lived more in the um, alternative world, but uh, mm -hmm. especially, like, everything Greg and I have been working on this year and going into next year is all in that kind of synth pop realm. Yeah, I dig um, it much. I'm on board with it too, especially seeing that live. I tend to be much more of an electronic person in terms of genre. So I was like, shit, dude, this is, this is dancey. I love you guys' lyrics. Uh, you know, maybe if I had had one more whiskey, uh, I might have been a dancey person. But I'm one of those people you got to warm up a little bit. Yeah. And until then, I'm just kind of like, oh, oh, God. Same. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, that's really good to hear because uh, this year I've been listening to like nothing but electronic music. And so I, that's definitely starting to permeate kind of into into what I make now, which is which is cool to hear. You got any uh, you got any top picks from your uh, recent listens, electronic wise? Uh, I love all of Disclosure's like new. They put out not mm. like an EP, but it's like five singles that they're kind of packaging now as an yeah. EP. Um, that's like uh, so good. I'm still not over Mirror Masses record. I've been listening to that nonstop. Yeji. Yeji. Oh my god, I saw Yeji in Chicago last weekend. And it was 
in fucking saying such a good show she's such a badass also robin's new record and then rizhan he has that track uh fake id i just been spinning that non-stop for the last like four months hell yeah hell yeah Dude, coincidentally i just arthur and i were talking about this closure mm. uh, a week or two ago he actually played one of their songs in his set at our buddy's halloween party but i went back to settle and that entire fucking album is great i forgot yeah. how good that was so good yeah. every single song I called a, hits i called a music critic a cunt on twitter because he gave a bad review to settle <laughs> rightfully so good for you dude i'm gonna retweet that whenever we uh, get off this call fuck yeah <laughs> that's the spirit uh, okay, hold on a second. I got pickle he, assaulting stuff in the background. He uh, he said Twitter abuse from comic book guy. I made it. Oh <laughs> and I was like, God. I was like, oh fucking slam! I'm about to roast the to, shit out of him whenever we get off this. I was able to come back and say worst music critic ever. It's <laughs> a damn good comeback too. Yeah. Well, we uh, we mentioned you guys have done. Three or four projects together now. So how how did you guys meet? How did you kind of you know get into this together? Can I go from the very beginning? <laughs> Please. Oh, so, dude, uh, <laughs> Caroline and I met in high school, and um, her girlfriend at the time <laughs> and I were in choir together, and she used to uh, give me hand jobs on the choir bus. Um, <laughs> the girlfriend, not me. <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> and like there were a couple times in high school where we got to play in the same band because like they would do the talent show at the end of the year, and Caroline and I were the only ones who actually knew how to play their instrument. Um, and then we just be, kind of became friends. Oh, the summer of twenty twelve, um, like a first year after college or whatever, and then uh. I found audio engineering school here in Nashville and I called up Caroline and uh, yeah, I was like, do you want to move here with me and kind of do music? I didn't really have like a set in stone plan. I just wanted to move with someone and she and I had yeah. been hanging out. So um, yeah, we moved to Nashville five years ago in August and we stayed um, we didn't really know what we were doing when we first got here, but we had the opportunity to go on a tour with my cousin. Um, and after that tour, we started doing the covers and that was the queen and king. Um, and we started, and then that we, what was it? We signed with the, with the, we signed with a label that like yeah. was only distributing cover songs. Yeah. And so we were like, at this point, we had like just hopped out of the studio and we were like, man, can't wait to release originals. And they were like, we don't release originals. And we were like, fuck. <laughs> so we had to start another project. And we were like, how the fuck are we going to start another band without adding anybody or like doing anything differently? But we did that. Yeah. And that's how Sleep Talker <laughs> started. You get and that rebranding. Yeah. Um, it was painful too. Like just there was so much shit we had to do to like make that work. And it didn't even really end up working because we had to, there was another band out in California with the same name, except the E and the R like 
was switched or whatever. Oh, so that's where that comes from. Yeah. I was wondering what the stylistic choice to have the sleep talk. Oh, yeah. no, we did that because we're pretentious assholes. Yeah. We found out about the, the <laughs> other band way after. Way after. So, like, we were sitting on these songs and we released the first batch of songs January 2017. And then by July, our lawyer was like, yeah, so you gotta stop using the name Sleep Talker. And then literally by October, that project was done. I, could, I think on our Instagram it says, RIP Sleep Talker 2017 to 2017. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, so this other band was using the pretentious spelling first. That was the deal, or were they, were they ER? No, the they were ER. Was, they were just, no, 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 they were just Sleep Talk. Oh, and like yeah. we like yeah some stuff got confused on the internet whenever they were coming into town and trying to sell tickets and people kept hitting us up and i was like i don't remember booking a show and i like asked the lawyer oh, about it i was like can we like trademark this so this isn't an issue and she was like uh they have a label they have a publishing deal they have booking and they've been around like six times longer than you so you're fucked and we we're like all right well <laughs> on to the next project that's yeah. that seems ridiculous to me those seem like different enough like, yeah. for example, there are two bands that exist, Deer Hunter, which I love, mm. and The Deer Hunter, which I've never listened to. And I keep seeing them pop up on things. I think they're pretty big. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Deer Hunter. Oh, wait, no. I think it's, it's because a lie. They're, they're in different genres. Yeah. I mean, we were in the same genre. Uh, making, like, the same, like, I didn't know there was a component of that. That's interesting. Yeah, that was that my first sucks. time finding out about it, too. So that was fun. Yeah, so that's why Stasny Mav is like, what the fuck is that name? Because with the Queen and King and also Sleep Talker, we had legal issues with the name. So I was like, I'm going to make something up that does not exist, never has existed. And then that's how I got my like kind of like porn star sounding name. <laughs> the real Maverick yeah, that's Stasny. Like a Czech or a Ukrainian. Yeah. Porn star. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's a good aesthetic. I was talking to somebody at that show too. Uh, I was saying to you guys before we were trying to figure out how to pronounce the uh, the Mav part, and they were like Mave, Mav, <laughs> yeah. and somebody was like, "Dude, this just this has to be intentional. It gets people to talk about you because you gotta you gotta figure out how to pronounce that that Mav part." Mm. Totally, yeah, it I, is intentional. <laughs> just kidding, it wasn't intentional, but uh, honestly, I got the name from uh, like kind of like an IRL name generator thing because. There's this hall that I performed in a bunch when I was a kid called Stasny Hall. And uh, Maverick was the name of my first dog. So, oh, gotcha. oh I thought it was because the Mavericks won the championship that year. No, that was a part of it. That oh. was a part of it. I, I was thinking John McCain reference. No. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Hey, you guys no. aren't big McCain fans? R.I.P. John McCain. McCain? No, not me. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, something like that. Something like it. <laughs> Rest in, uh, you know, rest in, uh, rest. Uh, rest. I'm going to stop this rant before it begins. I think Chapo has uh, overdone the, uh, you know, heroic brain tumor bit. Yeah. So I'm just going to avoid that topic. If yeah. you'd like to hear about how uh, John McCain is a media whore, uh, go check out uh, Chapo Trap House. Cool. Yeah, they'll, they'll give you the whole rundown. Yeah. Well, luckily, this isn't a podcast about brain tumors. This is a podcast about relationships. And uh, Carolyn <laughs> and Greg, I think I mentioned to you, it's our kind of tradition now. Uh, with our first question is to you guys, and we have to ask you both: What is your worst, uh, you know, relationship, dating, sex experience anywhere in that realm? Just like the most heinous thing you can think of. You heard about the booger walls from the Bellowing Pines? Uh, what do you guys have? Oh God! <laughs> I actually, I think I have one to go. I can do this first because it's really quick. Oh, fuck yeah! It's very, it's terrible on my part for sure. Um, 
it's the best kind. Yeah. There was a girl that I had been like with, I guess, for a little over a year, um, kind of on and off. And I had just been like fucking around and not really committing to anything. And she like, she was rightfully pissed. And um, she came down to, she came up to Nashville uh, to hang out. And um, what was it? She had just like kind of ignored me the whole weekend. And I was like super, I was just a butthurt little child. And um, <laughs> I had to take my buddies back up to Chicago because I had picked them up. And on my way there, the whole drive, I was just talking shit about this girl, like ridiculous shit about this person, like her personality, <laughs> her Whack. physical features. Whack. To my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> her foot stance. Her foot whack. stance. Just whack. And like, I, oh man. Um, I, and like earlier that day, this girl that I was talking shit about, I gave her access to my computer so that she could look oh. up college shit, which she didn't do, by the way. She was reading every message I was sending to my ex-girlfriend. Oh, and God. She also read a few other message threads <laughs> with uh, other girls. And that was, I mean, I was mortified when I got back. But that's just like talking that ridiculous shit about someone behind their back. Like, I've never, I'd never done anything like that before. Like, oh man, I was just so mad. And I just kept <laughs> going, just fucking... It was ridiculous, man. I don't know. That was definitely by far the worst. Like, making someone feel that terrible about themselves, that is the worst feeling in the world. Okay, but to be fair, she went through your computer. But she did, right. Like She did go through my computer. She was That's what I was going to say. That's that's rough. Everything in real time. It's a nice lesson to uh, password protect your shit and never give your laptop to anybody. Yeah. (laughs) No one ever again, except for Caroline. But I mean, like... Yeah, that's definitely the worst thing I've done uh, to someone that I was romantically involved with, for sure. Fucking a, oh, man. That's a that's a heavy uh, that's a heavy rough one there. Yeah, definitely a more emotional toll than the booger walls. Yeah, uh, but at least a little more sanitary. <laughs> the booger walls. Yeah. Well, Caroline, what do you uh, what do you got in the heinous department? Oh man, wait! Something that somebody did to me, or so that I did to somebody else? It, it, it can be Either it can or. be anything. Yeah. Just a bad situation in a relationship, or like uh, I don't know, you know, somebody like Greg was saying, somebody you know didn't wipe their ass at all, <laughs> and uh, like that other post on Reddit, and it got all over the sheets. Oh, you know, it could be foul, it can be heinous, it can be emotionally bad, just something bad. Luckily, I've uh, courted fairly hygienic women, so I don't have any uh, shit stories for you. Um, I don't. I think I'll go in the same vein as Greg. And the worst thing that I've done in a relationship, I kind of not made. I would never do that, but like kind of um, uh, persuaded a girl to end her engagement with a fiance to mm. date me, Holy and then shit. I broke up with this girl within like three months or two months. <laughs> oh. Um, that girl was a fucking uh, cunt though (laughs) like long story short i was dating this awesome person who i'm like still friends with today 
And, um, but we were like, just kind of hit that point in our relationship where we wanted different things. And uh, so we were, were breaking up in the same week that we were breaking up, cause we lived together. So it wasn't just like a conversation. Like we had to, it was like a long breakup. While we were breaking up, this girl who I was involved with when I was younger hit me up on Tumblr, which was like the first like red flag. <laughs> but she hit me up on Tumblr <laughs> and was like, hey, like, I know we haven't talked in two years and uh, there's a big elf in the room that I'm fucking engaged to a dude, but I think we should catch up. And so we like caught up and I was like, this is crazy because she was like, yeah, I'm about to uh, break up with this this guy, I think. I was like, but you're engaged. And she was like, yeah, but I still want to break up. And I was like, hmm, well, that's crazy because I just got out of relationships. So if you want to try this again, um, let's <laughs> give it a go. And we gave it a go and like it did not end very well. I think she still hates How, me. Oh, yeah. How long did this last? Oh, Three months, God. she said. Literally, I think I saw her for the first time like middle of May that year and we were done by like the last week of August like it was very and it was long distance too she was living in Cleveland and I was living here and so I saw her like two times three times over the course of this summer and I was just like nope 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 I was not here's some good general advice don't break off an engagement for a long distance thing that seems a little crazy yeah also here's another hot tip don't get engaged to a dude if you're gay yeah (laughs) yeah Write, write that down, listeners. Big, put big, that, uh, put big that on a plaque hack. above your wall. Live, <laughs> laugh, love. Don't get inter- uh, don't get engaged to a dude if you're uh, if you're gay. Yeah, unless you're a dude. Unless you're, unless a dude. you're a dude. <laughs> we'll just put it in brackets at the bottom. Unless you're a gay dude, and then right. the kind of the reverse applies. That's got a really nice ring to it. <laughs> Sketchy. So I'm gonna kind of like divert real quick. I just thought of some. I should have led off with this, but I thought about. Like the first time I ever hooked up with someone, I was, I'd just gotten out of a relationship senior year of high school and, um, it was like, I had my summer open and I was like, this is, this is going to be my summer for fucking. And (laughs) (laughs) this guy (laughs) like, yeah, ice your balls kind of fucking. And, um, (laughs) Caroline's laughing, so it's going to make me laugh. But um, no, uh, I went to this party uh, at Caroline and one of our mutual friends. She was throwing a party. We had all of the fucking choir kids there because that's just what we did. And um, I started I I hooked up with this girl from the the rival school or whatever. And um, it was like terrible. Um, She um, like all of everything that we were doing leading up to the actual <laughs> land of coitus was like, <laughs> okay, you know, and then, yeah. dude, I, I mean, this might be graphic. I don't know, but she was on top of me and she didn't, she was like trying to do that nice grinding thing that girls do. But like, if you think of like my dick as a coin slot machine handle, that's what was happening. <laughs> and it hurt. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> Jesus. So wait, all right. I'm not sure I fully understand. Your so your your unit is a coin slot machine handle. Yeah, that you just kind and of 
jerk down word, you know? Oh, sure, sure. So uh, there's just just too much lateral movement yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to break your dick off with her pelvis. It yeah. I thought so. There we go. At that point, but it just like it yeah, it, that was like Dude, it just hurt so bad and I've like never <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> Oh, hey, we got another top tip out of this episode. Uh, don't treat a penis like a one-armed bandit. No angular motion. Up and down. Up and down. Dear God. Not yeah. back and oh forth. Uh, new, well, wang, new wang slang, one-eyed bandit. <laughs> one-eyed bandit. Fucking A, dude. We're, we're producing all sorts of advice and new terminology out of this episode. And that's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Well, thank you for your uh, your heinous stories. That's, yeah. that's I think my favorite part of having guests on here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as as we uh, as we always do, we uh, we've got some questions to address here, and so Ooh. we have uh, Greg and Caroline with us this week to address some questions from Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, no anonymous question box this week. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go commit ritual suicide after this. I have my oh. katana ready. Um, Unless you put one in before the end of the episode, that doesn't even work because, like, this will come out later. Uh, in that case, I'm dead. But before I die, uh, let's hit some relationship questions. I, I nailed that transition. I love it. <laughs> well, hey, boyfriend, 33, spends hours in the bathroom. Been together two years. I'm also a 33. Tonight was just another night of this but he disappears for hours in there. Tonight, he has been in there three hours and still going. This is a regular occurrence. I got home from work. He got home from work. We had a quick dinner really fast, and he went to the bathroom. Now, I gave out candy to the trick-or-treaters, and he missed that. I cleaned up the kitchen and got ready for bed, and he's still in there. I say goodnight to the bathroom door, and he says goodnight back. No sudden realization of what time it is. No complaints of constipation. Nothing. I'm starting to think maybe he's watching porn in there, or he's talking to a girl over text or a dating app or something. We have not had a fight in many months. No disagreements or any major issues. I have no idea. Any ideas? TLDR (laughs) boyfriend spends hours in the bathroom, and we haven't fought and have no major issues. I'm not sure what's going on because he hasn't said he's constipated or anything, and this happens several times a week. And that was posted by Tammy Cat. Now you're thinking about constipation. I'm thinking about the other direction because I could spend hours in the bathroom with uh, with them green apple splatters. And uh, <laughs> like, where where are you eating? Are you going? Like, is it a quick dinner at White Castle? Mm. Like, what is happening? Yeah, that's true. You're just like every every night. Oh, it's our tradition uh, dinner. I just make the best uh, plums, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with the digestive system, but that's just all we're eating. I prunes. Don't, I don't know. I prunes think... are plums too, right? Maybe. I, th- I think they're like dried plums. You get the idea, listener. I don't think that's weird because for me. I can end up spending like a good amount of time in the bathroom, but I have IBS and I also, I don't, I get distracted really easily. You know, I'll get on my phone and I'll forget I'm shitting. So it's like, but she didn't address any like kind of disease that he has. So I don't know. That's pretty sketchy, but it's also 
if it's three hours, you can't be like masturbating that whole time. I love how it says, mm, I love how it says, you underestimate my power. (laughs) I love how it says, I say goodnight to the bathroom door. And he says goodnight back. (laughs) It's it's like weirdly sweet at the same time that it's uh, really crappy, pun intended. Okay, I have a theory. I have a theory. And this is something that I've talked about with like three separate friends of mine over the last couple weeks. And like, Wanting separation and wanting time alone, but not telling, knowing how to tell your partner that you need that. I feel like this dude is just like, he does not want to like say, babe, I need time alone or I need like tinker time or whatever. And he's like, well, if I go in the bathroom, she's not going to be like, you know, get out of there and come hang out with me. (laughs) That's my theory. That's that's this won't be weird at all. This is perfectly socially acceptable. It's totally normal. But Um, I mean, I don't know. They've- I'm with you on this theory, though. I think that's I think that's a good uh, impulse, and especially like possibly the most innocent explanation. Because uh, as Greg, as you pointed out, the fact that he has given no excuse for this that makes me think it's either if it was a medical issue, you feel like he'd just say that, especially if you know they've been together for two years. Unless um, he's embarrassed. Yeah, and that, but still, I think yeah. that's I think that's a little less likely. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, it's either Caroline, it's your theory that he's just having trouble communicating that because I, I think that's totally something that people have, especially living together. Yeah. Uh, you know, it can be difficult to bring that up with your partner without, you know, you don't want them to make make them feel like uh, you don't want to be around them. But you know, people need alone time sometimes. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, don't, I don't think he's talking to someone else. I really don't think that that's uh, the way to go about yeah. it. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's talking to anyone else. I think I'm going to go with Caroline on this one. Good call. I'm with you guys there. It'd just be too, it's like too much of a sign if you're in there talking to somebody else. Like, this isn't sketchy. I'm just in the bathroom for three hours. She'll never guess what I'm doing. (laughs) And if if he was doing kind of cheaty shit like that, too, I feel like he would make some excuse. Yeah. and, And he's giving nothing like that. Yeah. yeah, well, and if they live like if they live together, which it's kind of or they spend a lot of time together, if like like our apartment, if it's something like ours, there's literally no space except for the bedroom that has a door or like the bathroom that has a door. Like we have separate bedrooms obviously because we don't sleep in the same room. But yeah. if it's a small little apartment or something, that's like the only place where you can be like alone by yourself. No, ex- exactly. I think that coupled with your explanation uh, makes sense. I, I will point out in the comments here, there were two very interesting theories that I would not have guessed on. Uh, number one was a mobile gaming addiction that uh, Foxy Fire and Smelly Sack both posted about, mm-hmm. uh, which is a possibility. Like Greg, you kind of mentioned, it's possible, uh, you know, you're taking a shit and you just end up doing something, you get distracted and you're like, Jesus Christ, I've been here a long time. Yeah. Um, the other heavier one, somebody suggested, oh, Pompier57 says it's likely drugs, maybe narcotics. They often mm. nod off after a fix. Oh. My brother-in-law does this a lot. Started going through the garbage, his stuff, etc., to see if you can find the evidence. And there's like a bunch of people like backing that up, which I'm, I'm surprised by. That seems like a little bit of a reach to me. Holy yeah. shit. Newster123 has posted... Uh, directions for how to check app usage stats on Android and iPad and like all this fucking like deep shit. (laughs) This is insane. 
Don't don't go that route. We, we've talked about that's this just before. Not, like, that's just not being honest either, like on both their parts at that point. Like if she's going to check his phone without him knowing, that's kind of shitty. Exactly. And without going to him and just being like, what is the deal with you being right. the toilet I feel for like three that's hours just like, like that's, that's a straightforward question. That's the easiest way to deal with it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can't imagine. I don't even know why she's having a problem with this this seems ridiculous <laughs> this is two years together and they're 33 and they're acting like they're 12 no exactly the fact that you know she won't she won't just bring it up um, the fact that he won't like acknowledge that he's in the fucking bathroom, bathroom for three, for three hours, hours. <laughs> that's yeah. so long that's, that's a whole about, lord babe? of the rings movie what are you talking about i'm not what are you talking about i'm not in the bathroom <laughs> You're in the bathroom. You were in the bathroom for three hours. No, I wasn't. <laughs> like, no. Well, well, you see, daylight savings time it makes it appear like three hours, but uh, actually it was only like ten minutes. That's yeah. how that math adds up. Right, exactly. Uh, I I think those uh, the comment suggestions, I, I think that's a lot. I think opiates, you would probably notice some behavior besides just this bathroom time. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, mobile gaming, possibly, but again, it's just that would almost tie in too with what Caroline was saying about it needing some time alone. So I suspect that's what it is. I think we're in agreement on that. Yeah. And uh, you just talk to him, though, regardless of the situation. Just fucking ask him what this is about before you go to the internet, and especially before you go digging through his phone history. Yeah, just definitely talk don't to your goddamn that. partner. Oh, here's a comment. It said, "Could you just ask him?" If he acts strange, then, I mean, yeah, this is just weird, to be honest. And she was like, he just came out and acted frustrated that I asked and said, uh, that I asked and said he wasn't feeling great, was constipated, feels better now. Um, oh. He got short really quick and left to his room. Dot, 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 dot. That's, you hear that's a little sketchy. Mm. Do you hear him? Like, I, don't, those, I don't know if this is fully air hornable. Those are the horns. So? They're in the, they're, they're light, they're light, it's a light dusting of horns. Yeah. Because, um, uh, man, if he doesn't start coming, like, if you can't get a satisfactory answer out of him about this, look at the other aspects of your relationship and make sure everything else is solid. You know what I mean? Unlike his shits. Unlike his shits. Yikes. Ah, God. Uh. If, uh, if, if other things are going bad and this is happening too... Then it might be time. Yeah, it might be time to walk. There's also somebody else you. talking about a uh, porn addiction. Yeah, and uh, my ex would lock himself in the bathroom for an hour or more, even, and I was almost certain he was masturbating, which is bad for two reasons: probable addiction to porn, and because that's just fucking. We had one bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, blah blah blah. But yeah, that's an, that's another theory, I guess. Maybe that's why he's he's you know heated whenever he comes out of the bathroom. He's like, I'm fine. I've been jerking off for three hours. <laughs> yeah, it's the guilt from the porn. That's why he's mad. I'm fine. I was just having an edge sesh. It's what? A, it's, a, it's a defense mechanism. Professional tear edging, dude. Three hours. Jesus Christ. Okay, but wait. I, I do have a question though, because I'm reading in in one of the comments or the comments where she was like, I asked him what he was doing. And he went to his room. So do they have separate rooms? Because if they do, right. this changes everything. Why aren't you doing that, that stuff in your room, my dude? That is weird that she's specifying his room. Yeah. Unless she's at his place. Oh, my God, that's another theory. She's spending too much time at his place. And he just wants to be alone. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Because do, does she mention they'd live together? I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, and, and says goodnight to the bathroom door does not mean I said goodnight to the bathroom door and then went to the bedroom and then he came in later to go to sleep. No, ex- exactly. Could be said goodnight to the bathroom door and then went back to my house. Yeah, Fucking maybe heck. that's what it is. This this is a seriously serious uh, ogre post. There's a there's a lot of layers to this one. Yeah, and uh, it's it looks like there was actually an original one too. So yeah. I will say uh, I've been more active on our account on Reddit, just trying to answer some questions, get our name out there. Uh, I will keep an eye out on this one and see if there's an update because I, I would be very fucking curious on uh, what the facts are on this one and what how this plays out. Yeah. But uh, regardless, Tammy Cat, good luck out there. Push him to talk to you. And uh, if that doesn't happen, this is very much a possible air-hornable situation. Yeah. Uh, but I'm getting a little woozy for being in the bathroom this long. Uh, <laughs> Arthur, what do, we, uh, what do we got next? Hey, Donovan. What's that? Am I bisexual? I mean, you, yes. Next but question. Is this, <laughs> but is this guy bisexual? I'm a 20-year-old male. And I have always considered myself to be straight. But in the last year or so, I've realized how much I love penis. But almost entirely when it's attached to a girl. The main turnoff about guys to me is their faces, though. I could, like, never picture myself kissing a guy's face. But me sucking a guy's dick seems totally fine to me. I would call myself bisexual if it weren't for the huge part where I have never been attracted to male's face and that they are mostly a turnoff entirely for me. My sexual orientation doesn't really matter to me because I'm happy with that aspect, regardless of bisexual or straight, but I'm just curious as to what I really am. I'm sorry if this isn't the right place. And that was posted by Drug Question 123 <laughs> Looks like a previously used alt where they uh, asked about some drugs. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think they're on the right track because they're not, you know, he brought up that the label isn't the biggest deal to him because I was going to go down that part. Like, I wouldn't worry too much about putting yourself in a category there. Uh, people are into all sorts of shit. Um, I think the only potential here, though, is that I think this might become, become somewhat of a problem. And I, I'm not nearly well versed on this enough. Sure. Um, but it, it seems like a situation where you might be like fetishizing tr- trans women to some extent. Yeah. And that's, uh, I feel like that just becomes an issue, you know, because if you want to go act on that and you, you know, hook up with a trans woman and are potentially like looking at dating or something, then it's like, do you like this person? Or are you doing this because you have this yeah. kind of fetish for them? You know? Are you into this human being or are you using their body for something? Does that make sense? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he he can borrow my label that I've been using of late, uh, which is heteroromantic pansexual. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Like you. Yeah, you want to get romantic me, with uh, people of the opposite sex, but also you know, like wangs are great. Totally. What if he just wants? Oh, I got you. Because I have a thing for girls wearing a strap on and like pegging sure. me, but. I don't like dick. I just want the girl to like just rail me. <laughs> uh, peg- pegging is totally a thing. I think somebody brought that up in the comments too. I was looking through these earlier. Uh, let me see if I can grab his response there. There wasn't the hole. No, he didn't. Somebody just mentioned he didn't respond. Um, 
But I, I'd be curious then if if he is just into the kind of the pegging aspect here, yeah, or just like sucking a dick aspect. That's the first thing that not... came to my mind. I thought it was just going to be like a pegging thing, but if it's actual the physical bodies playing in as well. Like, but that's what he's saying. He's like he wants to suck a dick, but he doesn't want it like a dick attached to a traditionally like dude's face. Then I think right? I think he's probably like the what that person said, the bisexual or the pan pansexual hetero romantic pansexual yes that well but i mean he doesn't even talk about women so that is true who knows i don't know well he does say at the beginning he's always considered himself to be straight and uh i think also the fact that he just kind of brings that up at the beginning and mention this sounds like more of a fetish situation than like an actual orientation or like a yeah. fantasy situation you know what i this mean is like a fantasy kind of thing and because the way he's describing this too, like a you know a dick, but attached to a woman's face, like I feel like if he was actively okay, not like, like attached, like attached to her face, <laughs> like a chindo. Yeah, but I, I I think if he was you know actively bringing up like an interest in specifically trans women, I think he would have mentioned that. So I I feel like this is just more of kind of a fantasy situation. In yeah. which case, like, don't, I don't know, don't worry about that. Talk to your partner, maybe bring a strap on into it. Talk about, like, acting that out in some way. Um, but again, as I mentioned in the beginning, uh, I, I wouldn't, like, actively go out trying to seek trans women because I think that just ends up being you fetishizing them, and I think that's kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw a post yeah. today uh, by a trans man friend of mine that said, I am not your fetish. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yep, straight up, yeah. you're not. Definitely. I'm scared to read the comments on this one because yeah. I know like there's going to be some ignorant There's going to be some, yeah. But I also, I'm kind of thinking back to myself at 20 years old. I wasn't aware of everything that was going on in, like, sexually. I was just, like, penis vagina kind of thing. So he's probably just ignorant, you know. Yeah. Doesn't really know <laughs> what's going on. I think he's got to get a grip of some dick. I yeah. think he's got to grip some, some wang. Yeah. Happens. <laughs> Just grab hold of that hog, bro. Mm -hmm. There you go. Wrestle that pig. <laughs> I'm, I'm, again, I'm big, on, I'm big on bringing this up with a partner and maybe uh, experimenting with it. Also, just, like, read up on this shit. Yeah. Because I think it's a pretty common thing for, like, especially young, straight men uh, to just not really have an awareness of a lot of that stuff. Of a lot of this stuff, I feel like our culture, to some extent, kind of discourages that. Makes people like, oh, that means I'm gay, and then oh, and they have a little panic attack about that, uh, you know, on account of the the kind of pressure to to conform to fucking society's standards. Yeah. So I feel like this is more one where you just you know don't worry too much about the label there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Look up, read up on some of this stuff. You know, and I think you made the right move going on a comment board and uh, asking about it. Yeah. And believe it or not, uh, Caroline, actually uh, running through these comments, it was much less ignorant than you would uh, you would expect. Oh, I think good. this board sex, uh, our sex, is particularly uh, uh, a little less shitty than the uh, the rest of fucking Reddit. Good, but, good, uh, good. Yeah, I, I think hunting <laughs> down information and maybe experimenting with a partner that's uh, that's where you should start off. Like the Soviets used to say, uh, learn, uh, learn, learn. <laughs> and, and suck that there's like this and suck that this day. fucking comment not nothing to be embarrassed about many guys secretly crave sucking cock and swallowing cum without any attraction to men it's a fetish it's like <laughs> dude calm down like 
pull it back, bro. Beware, though. Giving great head is addictive. Good lord. That's. I'm glad they deleted their account. Oh my god. Oh, they go into some fucking detail right here, too. Jesus, dude. They're coming in hot. Yikes. Picking up strangers. 20 year old naive boy coming here for help, and this deviant is over here. <laughs> Corrupting our youth. Corrupting Ted Cruz, please save us. <laughs> Jeez. Right. Ugh. Ugh. It just gets worse the more you read this comment. Yeah. Let's let's get out of here before we get ready yeah, to answer. Just, that's, my, that's my stance on it. I think we have provided some uh, decent advice on that one. And uh, yeah, let's make our escape. Yeah. Good call. Well, uh, this one brings us to the friend zone, actually. Mm. <gasps> The friend zone? Yeah. Yes, the friend zone. Uh, it's our weekly segment where we discuss uh, non-romantic relationships, and uh, this week we got a roommate situation. So, my 25F flatmate, 22M, keeps trying to smell me. <laughs> this is going to sound incredibly weird, but bear with me, please. I have recently moved to this new apartment because of my new job. Everything is great except for my flatmate. He seemed quite nice at first, and he still is. He, he just keeps trying to sniff me. My armpits, specifically. He always greets me with a hug, and I'm too embarrassed to tell him that I'm uncomfortable, but it's not as bad as the armpit sniffing. Anytime when we're sitting and talking on the couch, he takes this as an opportunity to smell me. I don't think I smell bad, so why does this keep happening? Is this some kind of fetish? Yes. Should I find another place? <laughs> Any help or advice is appreciated. TLDR flatmate Arthur keeps trying in. to smell me. He's nice, but it makes me uncomfortable. And that was posted by Flatmates. Is this He's... some kind of fetish? Yes. Should I find another place? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah. fucking yeah, my dude. <laughs> unless, unless you can fucking deal with it. Unless you can learn to love it. Then you make this guy's whole fucking decade. And he's like, <laughs> wow. I just, Get him to pay you. Know, you girl, this girl yeah. moved into the apartment and she's cool with me smelling her. I don't like, know. What is when, it? What does it hurt to be smelled? Whenever you do like Venmo or whatever, like make him pay extra to like smell the pits. Yeah. There you like go, dude. Like you just a, got like a nose emoji as the nose. Yeah. <laughs> you like pet rent. How you have to pay like an extra amount. Yeah, yeah. Money. We'll do pit rent. <laughs> You get a different rate on uh, right versus left. Maybe use different deodorants on each side and make it kind of like a, you know, a mixed mystery bag. Yeah, gamify it. Post make it out. fun. Make it yours. <laughs> own, the, own the unwanted smelling. Uh, That's no, just this weird is weird as shit. This is yeah. super crappy and unconsensual. And like, Jesus, get your fucking right to feel uncomfortable. This would... This would drive me crazy, and that's as, like, a guy, you know, potentially living with another guy. That'd be fucking weird. So I feel like, and I think she mentioned this is a new uh, new city she's in, too. Like, if you're a woman in this new city, and your roommate's doing creepy shit like this, like, that's really fucking heinous, and uh, I, I think you should find another place. I don't, yeah. I don't think of, I can't think of an innocent explanation for this. Uh, I think this dude is just bad news. Yeah. Yeah, big red flag yeah. that on the too long don't read. It says it makes me uncomfortable. That's not good. Yeah, get out of there. Nope, unacceptable. That's, it, dude. That's exactly why do you, man, guys just like have to be like that fucking weird sometimes, huh? Let me smell your yeah. pits, my stranger roommate. Let me smell your pits. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> come on, man. I'm sure this dude is rationalizing it too. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you know, I'm just, just, uh, you know, I'm not tight. I'm just smelling. I'm sure he has some like mental gymnastics to make this all right. I'm also curious, like the armpit's not an easily accessible area. Yeah, that's like, my thing too. Is he stuffing his nose in there? Is he, uh, you know, is it going for the hog and then just like weirdly ducks his head down and, and gets a little whiff in? The only way that it would like naturally occur is if he's like significantly shorter than her, right? Right. Ah, uh, yeah. And he hogs, looks up, and his nose just goes right into the pit, and he's like, "This smells nice. I'm gonna keep doing this. It's flattering." Yeah. I mean, the the greeting with the hug, that's also bizarre to Why me. do you, yeah, why is that getting, that's weird. Yeah. All, I don't know about, everything about you this moved is, into the apartment with him. Yeah. And then that means hug, like, that's that's a different level. No, exactly. I, I, I'm i not a big person on hugs in general, and especially if it's your fucking roommate who you just met, like, that's. Even beyond the smelling stuff, it's just a little fucking weird. So I get the impression this guy is just kind of unaware of how fucking inappropriate this is, which doesn't excuse it. Um, and regardless, this is a fucking weird dude, and I, I would not want to be around this. Oh, no. Okay, wait. I've, I've Use your words. Comments. Somebody, I has four cats, said, use your words and tell him to stop. And she said, I have, but he just laughs it off in a key. That's a big fucking uh. no. Yep, okay, get the fuck out. Get him out. Kick him out. Because I was going to bring that up too. Maybe, you know, maybe try to talk to him about it. But one, that's a fucking hard, weird conversation approach with your roommate, even on just kind of normal things. Mm -hmm. Um, And two, it's especially fucking weird here. The fact that you tried it and he responded like that, you you definitely need to get the fuck out of there. Also, uh, sorry this dude's creeping on you. In the comments, there's, there's also somebody else that says... Do not leave your laundry where he can access it, which I didn't even think about. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Big yikes. There's going to yeah. be cummies in your laundry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Little oysters. No. Oh, no. Here's, here, here's, my, uh, here's my solution on this one. Um, you're going to put some sort of protective covering under your armpits, maybe some cellophane. You're going to spray pepper spray into each one so that it doesn't contact your skin. And then you're going to go for the hog, and he's going to be like, well, oh, like she's she's finally come around, and he just gets a nose full of pepper spray, and he does not fuck with you ever again. That'd be so awesome. Genius. Fuck Mason it, with your pits. Pepper pits from Radio Free Tote Bag Products. <laughs> Oh man! What? Are, yeah, right. and especially with the clothes too. Like, just whenever you take off your dirty clothes, just give it a nice little spritz in the pits and a pepper spray. There we go. And yeah. then also, you might want to do like the crotch area too, because you don't know. This guy. There we go. Just big fucking red hose flags down everywhere. Your spray so hamper with mace. I wouldn't put it past him that he's going in for some panties too. I yeah. I bet you anything. Yep. All right, get the fuck out of there. Sorry, you have to deal with that commenter because that's her uh, OP. That's some that's some bad news. Yeah, nobody should have to deal with that. That's really heinous and unpleasant. Yeah, also, hey, I Donovan. Don't, I don't want it oh, to come ahead. off like uh like Car- or like the Caroline. I was supposed to say Caroline. That Greg and I are kink shaming. Also, it's just important to do it with uh, somebody who's you know consenting also, to this right. Stuff. It's consensual. It has to no, be consensual. Exactly. Like yeah, you'll find some like weird, gross like nerd who's like totally okay with you smelling their pits it's fine exactly. right yeah they're out there but they just you know you have to have that conversation beforehand yeah, yeah. don't do it with your can i smell your pits that's as that's like as easy it has to be you know 
Yeah. Your fetish it's, can never be non-consensual for somebody else. Right. Exactly. And especially your fucking roommate where there's a power dynamic and they're, you know, a little bit trapped there. Yeah. That, it's yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. All right. So good luck, AMZ2520. Uh, just do me a favor and pepper spray this fucking asshole before you head out. Do it. <laughs> Get him. Get him. Donovan, Caroline, Greg. What's that? Did you know that we have not yet left the friend zone? That's right. It's a double, triple friend zone rock block. Holy smokes. Fuck. Fuck a double, <laughs> triple rock block. Coming to you live from the friend zone. I got DJ Arthur over here and fucking DJ Dirty Donovan on the other mic. <laughs> this is now a morning zoo radio show. Here we go. Yep. There's definitely going to be like one of those like ratchety car horns. And then a toilet flush. It's going to be great. Okay. My 20F roommate's boyfriend, 20M, is annoying the fuck out of me. So to keep this short and sweet, my roommate, whose parents are my landlord, has this boyfriend that never, ever leaves. He stays over every night and plays loud music and basically just occupies space. At first, it didn't bother me. But now I feel like I'm living with a couple and third wheeling constantly. I get why he doesn't want to stay at his house because his roommates are dirty and my roommate has an older cat and they want to be there with her pet. I would stay at my boyfriend's more, but I have a kitten and feel it's important to stay there most nights because she's still at that stage where she runs around and has a lot of energy. He essentially watches all his sports here, eats and showers here, spends the night here, keeps all his things and clothes in her car, which he constantly leaves the apartment in multiple times of the night to go get things from always slamming the door and stomping. To my knowledge, he only leaves for work, school, and occasionally to go home. I work a full-time job and go to school part-time and value what little alone time I can get. My boyfriend now refuses to sleep here when roommate's boyfriend is here because he's a light sleeper and always gets woken up. It's affecting my sense of privacy and freedom in my relationship. I just don't know how to go about the conversation when her parents are the owners of the apartment. I feel like she has a pass to do whatever within reason, especially since we have a fixed price for rent and utilities. TLDR, my roommate's boyfriend basically lives at my apartment. She's my landlord, but he's making it terrible to live here. How do I approach the situation? And that was posted by AMZ 2520. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. That's especially rough uh, with her being you know, directly linked to the landlord. Not yeah. to be fucking Captain Hindsight here, but like this is why you make a roommate agreement, especially if you don't know the person. Like the little thing you did in college when you were in the dorms. Uh, that's yeah. a kind of a good idea for moving in with people you don't know because you can set down these boundaries at the beginning before you're committed to a lease and uh, when it's you know less awkward to have this conversation in the middle. That being said, definitely try to talk to her uh, about this first before you kind of escalate it. And yeah. uh, maybe she'll be cool. Uh, but maybe she won't, and and that's the case where where things get shitty. Yeah, that's rough. Damn. Also, man, what a douche. How are you that like not self aware? I don't get it. You're twenty. Can that's you, how. I don't know, but like, can you not tell when Fair. you're making people like physically uncomfortable? Like, I don't know. Can you not read signs? Maybe I don't know. That's just weird. I think she the the girl probably needs to just I don't know. They just need to have that conversation. But 
yeah, going about it, I guess, is the real question. I'm not sure. <laughs> My favorite line to start a conversation like this with is, Ayo, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Started it out on the right foot. Yeah. Mm. But seriously, you, you come to her and you go, can we talk about your boyfriend? Yeah. Now? He fucking, like, can we, like, set a time where the loud music stops? Yeah. And, like... Yeah, and I also, I don't think that the, like, that the parents owning the apartment really has anything to do with anything. Like, yeah, the parents own the apartment, but that doesn't mean that she gets to do whatever she wants to do. True. Right? No, that's true. And you got some legal rates there, which is, you know, way out of my expertise zone. But but you're right there. Like, you have a contract here. This is, you know, clearly making this... uh a rough situation for you and it's more or less adding another resident to the place and you didn't sign up for that in your lease agreement i assume yeah because yeah. the only way that i could justify like the parents being a landlord is if she's letting her friend live there for free because then yeah then she kind of gets to do whatever she wants but if the roommate is if the girl who posted this is paying rent then she's just as much like uh you know living in the space as that girl is that whose parents own it Exactly. So I think you got some legal ground here, but again, you know, escalate if need be, but just try to talk to her first and hopefully, hopefully she'll be cool about it. Yeah. Remember, and, uh, remember, no girl's parents like the boyfriend, like in oh, yeah. like no situation. So, <laughs> you know, if she comes to her parents, their parent landlords and are like, fucking Rebecca's being all shitty about my boyfriend. They'll be like, yeah, your boyfriend needs to fucking quit being there so often. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because he's not paying rent. Right. Right. Yeah. True. Get the parents on your side. Maybe get some of those like kitten mittens before the boyfriend so when he's trying to stop around, it doesn't make as much noise. Mm. That's a, that's an option. And, uh, you know, maybe, well, I was going to say get the shit out of his car, um, but that's just going to keep him there longer. So maybe, don't do that part. Yeah. That sucks, though. Man. There, yeah. there's, there's nothing worse because you're trapped in this situation this is your home and then like you gotta deal with this shit and so like in a situation where that makes you anxious and you're like hey, this is my you know uh, option sometimes like I'm just gonna go home and get away from this shit if you can't fucking do that because jackass boyfriend is out there clomping around with his steel toe boots at about 3 in the goddamn morning uh, <laughs> then that's not it's fucking rough like you, you're just trapped with that and yeah. it's, oh my god I, I've known so many people who have had these crappy roommate situations, like often with uh, a fucking SO just chilling there all the time. Yeah. And uh, Greg, like you said, just, where, where the fuck is your self-awareness? How do you not understand that this is a shitty thing to do to other people? Yeah. God damn. Just. Dude, I don't know. That's. I think this girl, I think uh, M's 2520 just needs to have that come to Jesus moment with her roommate. And tell her boyfriend to not tell her that her boyfriend doesn't need to be around as often. Like, hi, I live in this apartment with you, but that doesn't mean I have to deal with all of this loud shit all of the time. Please tell him to leave for like, a, like give him an, an, an allotted amount of time every day or like just tell him to be quieter, you know, like, or be petty. And have her, like the girl who posted this, her boyfriend mimic all the other boyfriends' behavior. Oh so yeah, says anything. Yeah, yeah. About that. I dig that. 
I kind of like that. Let's do it's it. twenty. Yeah, you have room to. Yeah, that's awesome. Do that. I'm a messy bitch who loves drama. Yeah, I'm totally down. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Pokemon, but it's with shitty loud boyfriends and like. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the best moves? Oh, I'm gonna stomp around. Oh, I'm gonna piss in the ice cube tray. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, light your part of the apartment on fire. And then uh, you know, by the end of it, you don't even have an apartment to worry about anymore because your your boyfriend mons have uh, have destroyed the place, and then all your problems are solved. Greg at you, use leave uh, your fucking beard hair in the sink. <laughs> That's not beard hair. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Came straight yeah, from my. That's nugget the special pouch. ability. Like, uh, what are they? There was like the leaf storm ability or something that like Bulbasaur. Uh, excuse had. me, it's called razor leaf. Razor leaf. There we go. It's razor pube. It's just like a cloud of pubes, <laughs> and it slices you into pieces. <laughs> I'm dead now. All right. I'm also trademarking this name because uh, we got we got what do we got? We got shitty boyfriends, mom. Mon, and we got Fuck Buddies Mon from the other episode. I got a whole series. This is good. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. It yeah. always seems to be the the boyfriends that are causing problems, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think that Ooh. always seems... Caroline and oh. I had our first roommate here in Nashville. She, like, it was all three of us in the house, but this girl had a boyfriend who came to visit, like, twice, right? Yeah. And it was, like, a week and a half each visit, and, like, all they would do is I'm pretty sure they were just yelling like the whole time just in her room unacceptable yelling at each other like ah uh, just I don't know pure eye contact I didn't see anything happening and then there were a couple nights where they would just come home and they were really hammered and then he would leave our house in a fiery rage and then she would like run out in the middle of the street and lay down and like call him on the phone and be like, "Oh my god, I'm not gonna I'm get up in the until street. you I'm come back." <laughs> and then, oh yeah, there was one night when they came home and they fucked up her rental car, and the horn wouldn't stop honking. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, because this fucking Whoa. asshole driving the car kept punching it while they were driving home, and then like suddenly the car wouldn't stop honking so it's just on and off all night <laughs> oh man lord terrible I, I think i think my body would implode in that situation yeah I, I like the idea that those two and i hope they're married now i like the idea that maybe they're on match.com and under interests uh like long walks on the beach uh alcohol i, I break like, being really fucking phones. loud and they're like we have that in common oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about them. They were great. God, she was a wreck. <laughs> was fun. I, I will give you a quick rundown on a shitty roommate story. Uh, a girl I dated when I was out in LA, I was living with this girl, and uh, she had a little tendency to abuse both Ambien and Vivance at the same fucking time. <laughs> so, Ambien, if you stay awake, turns you into like a zombie with no memory that does crazy shit like walk directly into the wall. And uh, then try to do it again immediately after. Uh, and then Vyvanse ensures that you're going to stay awake. Uh, at the peak of this, in the apartment, there was a couch, a love seat, and three bar stools. And uh, by the end of that year, she had pissed, sometimes in front of other people, on two of the bar stools, two of the seats on the couch, and both of the fucking spots on the love seat. Jeez. 
great, great times. How I can't remember if you told us on the show before, she, but it's worth hearing again. How's she doing? I don't know either, but I have got oh, fucking stuff. I was there once, and she's sitting on this bar stool, just looking fucking dazed. And uh, all of a sudden, somebody's like, dude, she is pissing right now. And we all look over, and she's just fucking, you know, letting one fly right there on the bar stool. Dude, I have to tell a piss story now. Yeah, we, yeah, tell yours because Caroline and I have a couple piss stories. All right. Let's keep the piss flowing. Here's a real quick one. Uh, I was chilling at Hound Dogs Pizza in Columbus with my buddy Mike, and uh, this limousine pulls up out in front of uh, Hound Dogs. It's a 24 hour pizza restaurant. It's like 3 30 in the morning. And I'm sitting there eating my meatball sub and this girl gets out of the uh, out of the limo and she walks into the middle of the street. Oh, no. And she hikes up her dress, <laughs> drops her thong and pees directly in the middle of the fucking street. There we go. Yeah, the street sweeper will get it later. That was, I was very like, thoughtful love of her. that fucking best moment of my life. Love that. <laughs> God. When I was in sixth grade, I went to Bourbon Street. My sister had a soccer tournament there in New Orleans, so we went to Bourbon Street, and that's when I saw my first human male penis that wasn't mine peeing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we have Caroline and I have a friend here. We love him. He's great. But he went through a phase where he wouldn't stop pissing on things, and he would get like <laughs> no, this is <laughs> he would get like he would get like blackout. And the first time I ever saw him do it, he used to work at Buca de Peppo. It was so, I don't know why that detail doesn't matter. I just love that he was doing all of this in a tomato tie. But, um, <laughs> and, uh, dude, he was like a fucking zombie. He just woke up from our couch. He passed out drunk, woke up from our couch, just stood up, went in between, like pissed in the doorway between the kitchen and our living room. And then went right back to the couch, dick in hand. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and then he did the same thing again. In my um, bedroom. He did that. In your bedroom. That's yeah, right. He he, I was literally sleeping. He came in, pissed by the doorway in like a little <laughs> crevice where the corner was. Then just oh left. God. Grabbed his like talkies and left. God. And then he did it again on my birthday. <laughs> he drank an entire bottle of whiskey. And then he sat down to pee, but didn't accomplish that. And I walked into our bathroom <laughs> and he had, <laughs> he was laying face down on our bathroom floor with his kibble and bits tucked back and he had pissed all over himself. <laughs> I have a picture of Man. it still. Um, and then he, yeah, and he pissed on one of them. Can we use that as the episode art? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually have, like, the pixelated version of it, so yeah. Oh, man. Um, very good. Jesus. God, wow. I feel, oh, I feel like... I guess, and then... This is... That was a... I know that was a lot of piss talk, but we also... Caroline and I had a party at our place once. Caroline and I were having a deep convo in her room. I didn't want to leave the conversation, and I had just finished my drink, so I pissed in the cup. And then um, I put my shoes back on and I had planned. I honestly genuinely planned to go just dump it back in the sink. But there's this girl. We love her. But she's just like, so I don't know. She's just kind of like dumb sometimes. And I was just like, hold this cup. <laughs> I just said, hold no. it. I didn't say she take drink a the sip, piss. And she drank my piss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I literally saw this girl like a week ago, too. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she lives in Chicago now. Drink. Yeah. But I mean, I've, we're still friends, so I mean, it wasn't like anything detrimental. It was just what's, a nice. What's a little piss sipping between friends? That's, that's, what I that's endearing. That's almost endearing. Yeah. I feel nice. like she would say something different, but yeah, yes. She would just be like, don't tell my boyfriend that that happened. <laughs> this, is, this is surprisingly more common than I would think. I think like most groups of friends I've had, there's always the dude who gets drunk and then pisses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess our last piss story, a very short one. Another buddy, when I was living in LA, I housed like 14 dudes. Uh, he had a tendency to get drunk and just piss wherever. And it became like a legend. The one time he goes into the kitchen, there's an island in the middle and starts pissing on it. Another one of our drunk friends walks in there, sees him, and he just unzips his fly and starts pissing too. And we're like, "Why? Why would you do that? You weren't even that drunk." And he's like, "Dude, just like solidarity with my solidarity with my friend." <laughs> Cross the streams in the kitchen. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, perhaps to nobody's surprise, we have reached the end of our episode. <laughs> it's the Radio Free Tote Bag Piss Rodeo. <laughs> The lassos are pissed. The horses are made of urine. The cowboys are soaked through to the bone. <laughs> Pitsoakedcowboy.com. There should be our URL. website. Hop in there. Just uh, a bunch of rowdy golden showers. Do you, um, do you folks have anything you need the people to know about that's coming up? Oh, Carol. Uh, I mean, I'm have this new project. Staz, <clears throat> wow, my voice is really going. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> yeah, mine too. Mav. Tell me about it. <clears throat> Stasny Mav, that's the project. I'm gonna be releasing a shit ton of music next year. Um, but I mean, I have three singles out right now, and uh, yeah, go give them a stream. Tell me what you think. Fucking amazing work. Like I, I had the privilege of listening to some of the music earlier, and it's good shit. I love your stuff. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, when you start seeing or playing shows again uh, next year, to anybody listening, go go see Caroline and Greg. They're fucking wonderful live. It's a great time. You'll have a good time. And uh, who knows? Maybe somebody in the crowd will piss on you. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. If you, uh, if you find us from this podcast, please come tell us your piss story. <laughs> and we could just, uh, just share There we go. Stories. We can reconvene the piss rodeo on yeah. another episode and bring in the listener piss stories because I fucking know that you have them. Oh, yeah. You know it. We uh, only really recounted our piss stories from maybe 18 to 20 today. So we've got a, we a have few, few years Yeah, back. We have six more years of piss. <laughs> It's it's our Greg and Caroline episode series, the archives of this. Oh my gosh! I think we need to start a podcast, Greg. Just the, the piss, piss chronicles. chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Fuck! Fuck yeah! Well, so we got the plug for Stasny. We got the plug for the piss chronicles. Greg, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, ugh, fuck! I'm working on a project right now, all of my own stuff. Um, but I'm gonna be going under a different name, Harry Bow. Um, hopefully I'm going to wrap everything up by the end of this month and then like get everything ready to release in early 2019. So look forward to that. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. So listeners check them out. Uh, you guys are on Spotify. Do you have a website or anything people can go to or what's kind of your main, main point of contact? Yeah. I'm on Spotify, Apple music under Stasny Mav. I'm on all social medias as Stasny Mav. And also uh, my website is www.stasnymav.com and I've got all my shows and all my everything linked to the website so you can go check it out there fuck yeah yeah thank Hell you yeah. guys so much for having us bullshit with you yeah. I really appreciate it this was so much was fun nice. 
We loved it, man. It was perfect. No, nah, it's been wonderful. I'm glad you guys came on. It's, yeah. uh, it's definitely been our favorite episodes where we get to we get to talk with uh, other people and get some input on some of this weird shit that we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've been meaning to ask well, you guys, uh, am I bisexual? Our... <laughs> 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 uh, our intro song this week is the song Fractions by Sleep Talker. You can find that all the places we were talking about earlier. And our outros, uh, outro music this week is the song Bullet by the aforementioned Stasny Mav. Mav, did I just fuck that up again? Dude, you no, you did Mav. Mav, you Mav that's what I said first. Forget that I said the other one. It was just a hilarious joke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Bullet by Stasny Mav. Find her on Spotify. Uh, and uh, as Caroline said, check her, uh, check her social media and pages and whatnot. See her live sometime. It's been so great having you with us. Uh, I really appreciate our guests, Caroline and Greg. Uh, wish you guys all the best. Hope everything fucking kicks ass uh, the rest of this year in 2019. And uh, I can't wait to see all our uh, listeners again next week. And I love you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeehaw. It's the Piss Rodeo. I don't think there are enough drugs in the world That could devour me harder, faster, stronger than you love I say that I need out of this relationship I say that I should never ever call again but here I am Seven one three no wish your voice could fix it but I know it won't My friends say that I dodged a bullet But it feels like straight up took it in the chest and